77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. And love is not an easy thing. The only baggage that you can bring. Love. favorite you two songs ever. Great song. Great song. So I spoke to two of my consigularies at the break. Dr. Peter King and uh, Dr. Curtis Sliwa. And I'm getting texts from Dr. Kevin Breslin. And before next Friday, Friday's our last show, next Friday. After today, we've got seven shows left. Before next Friday, December the 22nd, my intention is, with the assumption that he'll do it, is to bring Andrew Cuomo on. It's uh, been a long time. In fact, it's been forever. We had one private cell phone conversation almost a year ago. I think it's time. I think uh, Cuomo needs to be here. So, Alec, uh, can you make that happen? I mean, I can call him and text him right now. He's got a, I've got his cell phone. but uh, I probably can't make it happen, but I'll try. You probably can't? Yeah. Why not? Well, because I'm the easiest person for him to say no to, by the way. Right. Like, I'm just your producer, so I'm an easy no, and I won't even be talking to him directly. So you basically just want me to do it. No, you're, I, you're I'm well, saying I'll give it my best, Yeah, but I'm not going to sit here and make any promises that I'm going to book you Andrew Cuomo No, after you call him. You know, I mean, you call, you call him names every day. So what? What kind of, yeah. The guy was a governor. You know what people have said about this guy? It doesn't matter. But it, What do you mean it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. You know what I miss used to say to me? I get that, but you can't force the guy to come on. No, but I shouldn't have to force him. Well, you I don't want to hear he's upset that I called him a well, name. What are you, nuts? Well, do you remember how it went last time? No, it never happened. Well, you, what do you mean? You had him, and then you didn't have him. Because he canceled. Exactly. Before he even got on the air, he so, canceled. What do you mean? What do you think he's going to do the second time? I think he's going to do it. Okay. I do. Well. All of his friends are telling me what a great guy he is. Yeah. Don't call him bad names. I love his father. I love his mother. He's actually a great guy. You don't know him. He'll come on. Let's see if they're right. Okay. I'll do the best I can for you. Like Peter I, like King I comes on do. every damn week. I call him names. There you go. Well, mm-hmm. there he is, the great congressman. Well, wow. Did you just <laughs> compare the two of that? No, that... but I'm just saying, if people got upset if I called them names and they wouldn't come on because of that, that's ridiculous. Come on. I call everybody names. I used to call Donald Trump bad names. You may think it's ridiculous, but to some people. Yeah, but to some people, those are called... Well, I didn't hear. But then that's what Andrew Cuomo is. Hello, Peter. Good morning, buddy. How are you? <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> well, let me ask you, Peter. No, no matter what you're doing, you could be with your gorgeous wife, Rosemary. You could be hanging out with Bruce Blakeman or Joe Cairo. If you knew, I'm being serious, that Andrew Cuomo was coming on with me, would you not block out those 20 minutes, make sure you were available to listen to that? Uh, sure, absolutely. It's going to be great radio. So he's going to do it then, right? 
I, w- I would think he would. Listen, I've known Andrew over the years. We've had, you know, up again and down again. Uh, but no, listen, first of all, he's a smart guy. Two, you're going at it, it'll be good. And, uh, you know, you have strong feelings. Andrew wants to make a comeback. And to me, it'd be a great show. If he can, if he can just hold his own on your show, that gains him votes because that's a consistency he wouldn't have. So to me, it makes a lot more sense to go into the enemy camp to try to get votes. And you know, Peter means that too. And I agree with you on a, on a serious note, whether it comes out with me or not, it, he would be, he would come off very thin skinned if he'd come out with me because I quote unquote called them names. But I know you do feel that way. And look, you, you've been called all kinds of names. I mean, you know, first of all, I do want to thank you for that great dinner last Thursday. That was the day after you were on with me. And uh, Danielle and I had an unbelievably great time. You were great. Your wife, Rosemary's terrific. And Bruce Blakeman and, um, and, uh, right. Pat Ryder. And uh, what's his name? Fintan? What's his name? Fintan McCormick. Sergeant McCormick. He's the uh, the head of the SIS unit and a uh, great guy. And he's still thanking me every day if you being on there. It was a great night. It was a great so, night. Yeah, it was really great. Guys. Yeah, they're all great guys and girls and just courageous. I mean, FBI right. people and terrorism, counterterrorism yeah. people. And really an unbelievable group at uh, Hendricks Tavern, which is a, a really a well-known uh, tradition there in Roslyn. But you told a couple of stories, Peter, that, you know, during your stay as congressman, that, uh, you know, at one point there was a 1,000 people outside your house, and you had to deal with that. Yeah, they uh, actually bought busloads. They came from uh, Huntington out east. They came from Brooklyn on the west. And uh, I was down in Washington. My wife's in the house alone. Actually, you know, they had offered the, the police, my daughter would offer to have my wife leave the house and stay at my daughter's house, but she wouldn't leave. So we had uh, cops out front with long guns. There were people coming in, banging drums. But the good part of it was, like the neighbors, the guy across the street put on a loudspeaker playing God Bless America. You know, the neighbors come out. So it almost got a bit out of hand. The cops kept it under control. But now it's just, uh, it's bad when that stuff happens. I mean, going to people's houses, to me, serves no purpose. Yeah. By the way, before I forget, congratulations on Gabe. That is great news. Everything else is BS. But something like that happens, that's just great. So Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Uh, thank you. I know you feel that way. you got two great kids of your own, both uh, Sean and Aaron, a terrific kid. So thank you for that. So you and I have gone back and forth, and uh, it even got a little rough in a couple of times. It got testy about Ukraine. I have not changed my right. mind. In fact, in fact, I feel doubly strong about it now. Enough. I don't trust Zelensky, his wife, that country. Enough. We need the, mo- the money, first of all, here in the United States, and then Israel. Ukraine, for me, is like fourth or fifth on that list. Do you still feel as strongly today as you did a year a year ago about funding the Ukraine? Yeah, I feel stronger than ever. But let's put this in perspective. You make it sound like it's me against you. Brian Kilmeade has the exact same position as me. He's an idiot. Another idiot. Basically, to me, this is this involves Western civilization. Yeah. Israel is vitally important, extremely important. Ukraine is part of that same uh, mixture. I mean, it's Russia, yeah, Russia, China, and Iran. An unholy axis. If we allow Russia to win in Ukraine, that's going to cause countries like Germany and Europe to go into the sphere of influence of Russia, the economic sphere of influence. Russia is now being supplied by Iran with their drones. And so this is, uh, to me, you can't separate these countries. Now, listen, 
And also, there's no reason why we can't afford it. There's like one-tenth or 1% of our budget goes to Ukraine. 20 European countries are giving more per capita than we are. European countries overall. And most of the money we give, certainly our military, is here in the United States. What we do is we give them, let's say, X dollars of weapons from our supplies. Then we buy those weapons for ourselves. So the money is being spent here in the United States, not in Ukraine. And as far as uh, Zelensky, I think this guy has shown heroism beyond anyone that I know oh of right God. now. In, now, look, at, wait a minute. This country was going to be demolished, destroyed in a week. Wow. He stayed there, and right now they've held off the Russians, caused Russia to lose, what, two-thirds, three-quarters of, of their military without yeah. one American life being lost. To me, this is anyone who wants to pull out of Ukraine and not give money is going to put American lives at risk. And I, I wouldn't want that in my conscience. I wouldn't either, but I don't, I don't believe that's true. So, and by the way, this guy's a clown. You'll never see Netanyahu show up at the Academy Awards making speeches by him, his wife, uh, whatever. I don't they know. call a guy a clown who's put his life on the line. Oh, will you stop fire. and put his life on the line? Will you stop that? Stop. Kid, you're living in your own world. You are so wrong. I mean, sometimes you're wrong. This time you're a thousand percent wrong. I'll stand with Brian Kilmeade and Bill O'Reilly and Rich Riley. Okay, and, uh, and I'll stand. I'll stand with Donald Trump and Steve Bannon and uh, the million other people. Bannon and uh, uh, Matt Gaetz and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. That whole crowd—they're all yours. Yeah, they're I like yours. those people. They're, they make great speeches. That, 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 <laughs> I, I, I rest my case. I rest my case. Oh, are you? Oh, wait, Donald Trump? You're going to go with Brian Kilmeade over Donald Trump? Are you nuts? On foreign policy expertise, yes, sir. <laughs> Listen, we're never going to we're never we're never going to agree on this. I want the money for Israel. I want the money for the United States. I don't want it. Well, well, we no, we can't. No, we can't. clearly we can't do both because the House can't get approval. We can't. This is one tenth of one percent. I understand what you're saying, Peter, but clearly we're not going to get both done. I know what you're saying. The money is there. Who says we can? Roosevelt won in the, in the Pacific and he won in Europe. You can do both. Okay. We're a great country. We, we won the Cold War. We took on Russia and China. We won the Cold War. We can do it. Americans do it. If we can't put 1% of our, one tenth of 1% of our budget to stop Russia, it's going to cost us much, much more in the future. All right, fair enough. So let's get back to the House Republicans. That, uh, most of them agree with me, by the way. Not most, but some. Uh, about the Ukraine. Look, um, the Israel situation you know, you look yeah. at, uh, we said this months ago, that it was only a matter of time. Biden's rhetoric is nonsense. It's just, yep. you can't be in bed with Iran for two administrations and be pro-Israel. You just can't. And, and we said, I've, I've said at least for months, and I've been loud about it, that Biden has never been a friend of Israel. He may be better than Obama, but so what? And it was just a matter of time before the United States joined everybody else and really started to turn their backs on Israel. And here we are. Biden wants a new government. Israelis are too conservative. Their bombing is out of control. He's not for it. All this nonsense. When Netanyahu made it very, very clear after October the 7th, once we couldn't get the rest of the hostages, we're going to destroy these people. Good, bad, or indifferent. Innocents do die during wars. We saw that in Hiroshima. We saw that in Nagasaki and wars since then. So now it is clear. It is clear that Biden is exactly what I thought he would be Two months ago. Is that not the case? You and I agree 100 percent of this, 1,000 percent. Biden is doing so much to undermine Israel, and it's going to affect not just Israel. It's going to affect the whole Middle East and the United States. Netanyahu has to do what he has to do. And for Biden to any way suggest that Israel needs a new government, that's the height of arrogance. And all that does is undermine Netanyahu. It emboldens Iran. It emboldens Hezbollah. 
It emboldens Hamas. It's absolutely wrong what he's doing. And this is all part of the whole left-wing movement in the Democratic Party, which Biden is now captive of that wing of the party. It's ab- absolutely outrageous. We are fighting with our—we uh, are on, should be on the same side of our closest ally, and we're trying to hide, tie the hands behind the back where they've tied the hands of the cops in this country, the way they've put uh, you know, limits on what our military can do. No, Israel, what they are doing, the fight that they have, and to be telling them that they, that they should have a terrorist state next to them and do nothing about it or limit what they can do. I mean, if every, every bombing mission that Israel calls you off to go to Biden, that means more innocent Israelis are going to be killed in the future. It's absolutely disgraceful. I stand with Israel. I stand with Netanyahu. And we have no right coming in. By the way, they're mad at uh, Netanyahu because he wants to change the court. How about the Democrats who wanted to change the U.S. Supreme Court here after certain decisions come down? So, no, that's the height of arrogance. There's democracy, the only democracy in, in, in the Middle East. With all the money that's been sent to Iran, all the uh, lifting of the embargoes, which gives them billions and billions of dollars in uh, oil revenues, absolutely disgrace. Stand with Israel. End of story. Beautifully. Well done. Uh, I enjoyed the disagreement. I enjoyed the agreement. Again, we... We really loved last Thursday night, and, uh, you know, any time we do something with you, whether it's uh, King Umberto's or, you know, last week, uh, the, the Tavern, it's always really special. Gardulo's last summer. <laughs> yes, that's right, Gardulo's. Uh, of course, that was in Brooklyn, not in your part of town, but your people out there, Peter, I mean it. I mean, you and Bruce and Cairo and Anthony D'Esposito, who was on earlier this morning, just, uh, and, and Pat Ryder. Rosario, Rosario King Umbertos loves you. Yes, loves he's a great guy, too. These are just the salt of the earth, and Danielle and I really love you guys a lot. So thank you so much, and another great appearance this morning. Thank you so much. Now, I, tell you, I don't want to hurt your feelings. You were only invited because you said you were bringing Danielle. That's <laughs> the one everybody wanted to say. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I'm starting to feel like that's the case everywhere. I mean, <laughs> she got so much more attention than I did yesterday at the DEA party. I swear to God, Peter. I'm starting to think Danielle is, is the one. It's not me. It's her. But thank you. Thank you very much much okay so you're the best Take you're the best thank you you Thanks. too great job there great job by peter king that's a terrific wednesday morning guest every wednesday that wraps up our number three